Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Still half time round the country then, waiting in the second half's getting underway. Talk of a potential change for Rangers at the break. Uh, Leon King was going through quite a warm-up for Rangers. Uh, maybe an obvious one to replace James Sands, Gordon, given that in some people's mind, particularly Malky Mackay, uh, he should have been sent off in the first half. Yeah, it makes sense. He's on a yellow. Um, I think the referee may uh, be sitting in the dressing room thinking, I think I called that wrong. Uh, I don't know. I've not seen it, Gordon. I'm just hearing, just taking on board what I'm hearing. Um, I think it makes sense. The game, Hugh's quite right. Uh, the game's gone from Ross County. Um, you expect uh, Rangers will dominate most of the second half. And it's a good opportunity to give the young player an, uh, a chance and give him a good 45 minutes. I like him. I think he's got a great future, but he needs game time for me. Yeah, he has come on. Leon King for James Sands. Uh, Adam Devine was also out there as well warming up, but he's not come on yet. So uh, just Leon King at the moment. And with that in mind, let's get these second halves up and running. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Canvas Lang Showroom now open to the public. The controversy in the mind of Malky Mackay just has to wait until later, Hugh. This is now not going to impact the game going forward. Uh-huh. It looks like it's going to be one of those routine afternoons for Rangers, and, and then we find out what he made of it. But in terms of what the next 45 minutes holds, more of the same do you expect? I don't expect any change to the complexion of the match it'll be Rangers going towards the Ross County goal the the game to all intents and purposes is already over uh, it's just a case of whether Rangers can add to the goal tally can you imagine being the Bournemouth manager 5-0 <laughs> down at Anfield at half time you say to them listen boys go out keep it tight for 10 minutes win the second half win the, the second worst half. shout of all time 46 minutes a Chris Mepham own goal Liverpool 6 Bournemouth nil. I wonder if the I wonder, because we are fickle, right? Let's let's be honest. We are so fickle, so knee jerk. I wonder if the mood amongst the Rangers fans about the chances of beating Liverpool uh-huh. have flipped on this one day. Because some of the talk during the week was, mm, you never know. Liverpool haven't started the season yeah. well. Six 0 up at home to Bournemouth. Forty six minutes gone, and you can only imagine that it will get worse. Um, as I say, I think Jurgen Klopp has said to them pre match. People are saying. This is the start of Liverpool going over the hill. So go out there and show them. Uh, and they have done. Um, you know, you have to be realistic. Liverpool, either at Ibrox or at Anfield, are a formidable prospect. The, the, the biggest test in the group, because Napoli away and Ajax away, this tactically astute Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, you never know... Might get something Yeah, County made a change at the break as well Similar situation uh, Jordan Tilson for Victor Latoury He was also booked and had some fouls afterwards For Ross County So um, taking action there Montrose 2, Kelty Hearts nil. Rory McAllister Only at Montrose because he booked a holiday during the season And annoyed <laughs> Cove Rangers It's worth repeating every time mm-hmm. he does something uh, He's doubled well, the advantage it's of good Montrose for Mark Wilson It's good enough for Rory McAllister I was going to say This is the fifth week of the season and he's been to Lady Gaga and Tenerife already. The commitment levels. Yeah, he's not interested in this show anymore. He's 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 grown out it. I'm delighted he's grown out it. But um, yeah, he gets about that lad. I've got to say. I've told you the the way that we cover these things is to try and make them about us or find a link. Chelsea won Leicester nil. 
Remember Chelsea have been down to 10 men For most of the game But they've now gone 1-0 up against Brendan Rodgers Leicester hmm. You under a bit of pressure yeah. Or likely to vacate to that post at yeah, any point there, soon There are rumblings um, And the fans are not happy uh, You know Anyone can lose to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge um, But they did get a beating from Leeds recently And uh, perhaps the Leicester fans were encouraged by that But he is, to use the the mm. only Glasgow colloquialism possible His jacket is on a sugarly peg Bit of a sitter, whether it falls into that bracket Certainly a big chance for Ewan of Hibs Chance for them to get level But it goes a begging uh, it was a cross from Chris Cadden. Miovsky has gone close for Aberdeen. Bizawin cut back cross, heads it over the bar. So he was looking for his and Aberdeen's second of the day. It's a great effort for Kilmarnock. Dan Armstrong left-footed from 18 yards, but it goes wide. So Motherwell stay in front. And it sounds like we've got a lively old beginning to the second half. So let's pause for a breath with this Hugh Evans. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Marco Materazzi And Emmanuel Petit I've been managed by Alec Miller I've got over 50 caps for my country And permanently managed Two teams in two different countries I have won silverware in Scotland And in another European country Who am Love I? Love that question Give us those details again I've played alongside Marco Materazzi And Emmanuel Petit I've been managed by Alec Miller I've got over 50 caps for my country And permanently managed two teams in two different countries I have won silverware in Scotland And in another European country Who am I? Wow, what a question At Clyde SSB Send your answers in please We took the executive decision To make it a little bit harder this week I feel like the listeners Because the knowledge is so good You've all been making really easy work of it So we'll just try and make it a little bit harder And you know what We can even give you more clues if you need them As the afternoon goes on But someone out there will get that quick I had that until We've never had an occasion really Where where people don't get it almost straight away. That's how good our listeners are. The top drawer, Alawa four, Peterhead nil, Connor Salmon on fifty-two minutes. <laughs> You're joking. Have you two got it already? No, he's got it. DL, <gasps> yeah. Abandonment issues, DL. Yeah, yeah. No way. <laughs> we didn't make it hard enough then, did that we? That has made I'm my year. devastated. I got that before, Hannah. <sighs> Brilliant. Oh, you've ruined my day oh, Travelling alone suits you Do you know something See if Roger had got that Praise Pat in the back Well, well gets it Well done Daz Thank you very much Roger <laughs> I <laughs> couldn't believe there's One a, bit threw me there But I went for it I was brave There's a man who's had quite a week Dumbarton won Elgin City won Ali Love With a yep. penalty in 51 minutes Clatters in To Alex Lowry In the Challenge Cup mm. Um Stretchered off Rangers fans Very upset with the tackle um, Felt it should have been A straight red card Which it wasn't And then Ali Love Pointing out A couple of days later That then led to him Receiving death threats And um, That's the bit I suppose you all, all of that packaged in um, We you know we joke about Scottish football Being run on spite Malice and mistrust uh-huh. But in the first place We 
need to be seeing less of those types of tackles and then if they do happen we need to see more um, appropriate reactions well, I said to you last weekend that the, the two Ross County players who missed today's game at Ibrooks were guilty uh, of terrible tackles and the referee was guilty of not doing enough to protect the players uh, he sent neither player off unbelievably so and uh, the SFA have had to clean the matter up now with regard to Ali Love I'm afraid it's a tragic sideshow of football in Britain that social media does have people who are capable of sending death threats um, it's not for me to judge whether they're intentional they have any possible notion of carrying it through but it's just a sad fact of social media life in the 21st century quite a lot happening here sorry Miofsky's put the ball in the net for Aberdeen but the flag goes up Connor Shields has had a low shot from a tight angle saved for Motherwell and Hibbs a first shot on target uh, Joe Newell low to Carson's right and the keeper makes a good save well we can go back to Gavin Pearson about 10 to 5 because that's when Hibs normally score mm-hmm. that Josh Campbell late winner at Perth Martin Boyle late equaliser on the Edinburgh Derby Josh Campbell again with that spectacular equaliser against Rangers last weekend they only seem to wake up when that fourth official puts his board up at the end of the game Gordon uh, yeah that certainly seems to be the case they do trail in Paisley at the moment Motherwell have the lead 1-0 Away to Kilmarnock, Gabardine 1-0 at home to Livy Rangers 2 up against Ross County And you've got a full-time teaser uh, That's coming in as well And already correct answers, told you Easy Lots of them Yep, lots of them Not as quick as DL No, you would be the quickest out of everyone I would imagine On the podium Uh, Yeah, absolutely I would imagine so It would take some to beat that effort from you Uh, Right, keep your guesses coming in though at Clyde SSB Just read the question again, Hugh I have played alongside Marco Matarazzi and Emmanuel Petit. I've been managed by Alec Miller. I have over 50 caps for my country and I permanently manage two teams in two different countries. I have won silverware in Scotland and in another European country. Who am I? Who am I? Great response you're still getting to your video that I posted of you on Twitter and Instagram for that matter. I feel I had to go multi Ah oh, no, you didn't do um, But no, honestly, great feedback I'm again slaughtered. You're actually not really no, Once people are over the fact that you couldn't put the window down um, Graham Donnelly, uh, he says I live out in Cyprus and I've just shown this to loads of Glasgow mates We are all howling <laughs> uh, says, says Graham oh, I'm uh, glad I amused people yeah. Speaking of Cyprus, what about that European draw That takes oh, Neil wonderful. Lennon to Old Trafford with uh, Omoni and Ecosia Absolutely terrific Real Sociedad as well in the group yeah. Fantastic it's a, it's a great prize for a great performance to get past Ghent mm. um, Well Ali Love's got his second penalty in quick succession Dumbarton 2, Elgin City 1 Hugh I've got the update you've been waiting for Alan Hudson reliably informs me That Josh Weir has just made it 3-1 to the Bankies ah, Have you got shit. a family at the game did you say? Sorry, yeah, my, yeah my uh, grandson Michael is there with his mum and dad Are they Brilliant. at home park? Yeah, the, the I didn't plane, notice yeah. uh, the traffic when I come on. Did you not notice it when we were in the petrol station? The guy came in with his Clyde Bank polo shirt on. I what? wasn't in the petrol station no. with you. Oh, it was Roger. I travelled with this afternoon. Sorry, I got uh, mixed up. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's done you. Uh, speak, what, speak, hold speak. on a minute. Did Roger not get in the petrol station? He probably filled up for you. What <laughs> many did you want? Thirty pounds. Are you joking? Gordon? He drove. <laughs> 
Oh, enjoyed it. I sat back and enjoyed. Speaking of Dazzler's video, I've just been sent a video, a video of the medieval knight in Tenerife. <laughs> there are actually people on horseback jousting. Oh. He did say that. That was the selling point. He tried to explain it to us when we showed no inclination of what Mark Wilson was on about with his medieval night. That's how he, he tried to explain it. He said people joust and they wear like, you know, whatever, medieval Can you, can you imagine they do that and then they do that thing, you know, they get somebody out of the crowd and they kind of look at it and say, yeah, you, you sir, yeah, you the red face. Him, <laughs> on, him on horseback, can you imagine? Oh, that would be wonderful. I would like that, I really would. Is anyone else, producers Michael and Ross, any other... Efforts of Hugh Photoshopped as Ekin Hugh from, from Love Island No None yet Okay uh, Penalty claim Rangers Scott Wright's low cross Hits Purrington's hand As he slid in To block Fraser Wishart said It looked like a penalty to him Referee performs Balancing act Should have sent player <laughs> off In the first half Did not mm. Second half Rangers are comfortable 2-0 I just won't give them The penalty You cynic Thomas O'Brien's been sent off For our broth At 56 minutes on the clock, the old fairy tale chapter two is mm. a tough read. Yeah, it's been a really difficult start for them. Um, and they did so well, actually, in the groups in the League Cup, right at the very start. They won at St Mirren, if you remember. I think they won all four fixtures. They're away to Partick Thistle in midweek in the, in the round of 16. But as soon as the Championship fixtures have started, it's been really tough. Mm. And that was a, a sort of relegation six pointer, if you like. Ra- the Rangers today. come close, Ryan Kent curling shot, but it's headed off the line. By Alex Iacovitti Now part of that sending off for our broth Was clearly uh, conceding a penalty Hamilton Ackies have scored it Through Steve Lawson And they lead our broth by one goal to nil Well the bubble has well and truly burst um, The bottom of the table A broth It's going to be by the look of it A long old season for them. Yeah and we had him on the show last week Didn't we just after he signed uh, Scott Allen uh, Now they are working under that Campbell told us he'd been trying to avoid his phone calls for a bit but he knew he would wear him down eventually and he is now an Arbroath player just checking that he did indeed start the game today we've got another goal at Pitodre with Clyde built home improvements and it's another goal for the home side it's Ross McCrory who puts Aberdeen 2-0 in front, remember, Dave Galloway said oh, Livy deserved something from the first half, but they now find themselves 2-0 down. The first one, uh, of course, the penalty, Livy down to 10 men, so perhaps the numerical advantage starting to tell in Aberdeen's favour. Powerful drive in off the underside of the bar from just inside the box. It's always something good when the ball goes off the bar. He looks far more suited to that midfield, that sort of box-to-box midfield role than he does at centre-half. He was centre-half at home in that Motherwell game a couple of weeks ago, didn't play particularly well and, and he just looks a different player particularly at a time when Aberdeen without Lewis Ferguson has moved on to Bologna this could be a role now for Ross McCrory and if he can add goals to the engine mm. that he's got become a very good player for them double change for Motherwell Ooh, he's not on the young kid still waiting to yeah. see if the Does youngest have... ever player in the Premiership comes on it's Joe Efford is coming on uh, Morris is coming on as well uh, yeah, yeah, they're both coming on So Efford and Morris coming on for Motherwell Hibbs have made a change Melkerson on for Eli Ewan uh, So start that stage It'll probably be 60 minutes on the clock, is it? Yeah, pretty much As teams start to make uh, their alterations You can understand why Motherwell Are not yet in a position To put a 16-year-old onto the park they're a Nice story though it would be You can't just do it for no, the sake no, of it, can't no, you? They're only one up I'll tell you who's not one up 
Clashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Rangers, because they are three up, and it's that man again. It's Antonio Cholak really enjoying himself as a Rangers player to think there were question marks uh, early on in his Rangers career about his suitability to play up front. Well, he scored the second of the afternoon. He's absolutely flying at the moment in front of goal, and he's made it Rangers three, Ross County nil. What's changed? What's changed his um, career at Rangers early as a goal against Kilmarnock? He needed the goal. He got out of home, and he's just went strength to strength, confident. I fancy him if he stays on the pitch. The match ball they're playing me, I think he'll have it under his arm at the end of the game. Yeah, nice one-touch move between Tom Lawrence and Scott Wright. Cholak with the finishing at seven and six now for him, Roger. Yeah, and every goal that he scores makes Alfredo Morelos' path back to the first team all the more difficult. Um, he was left out in midweek in Eindhoven. He suspended today, but suspended in midweek as well. And he's not, I'm not going to say he's not going to be missed by Rangers supporters, but. The more Antonio Cholak scores goals, the less important Alfredo Morelos appears for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Oh, can you imagine Bartley's mood? It's now a second penalty to Aberdeen. They've got the chance to go 3-0 up. Lopez down in the box this time. So will it be the same take or will it be Miovsky again? Oh, yeah. Would you do that? Did you take multiple penalties in a game? Or would you mix them up? No, 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 I wouldn't give any. Too selfish, yeah. Well, it's all about waking up next morning reading the paper, your name. Headlines, DL does it again. And we'll see if Miofsky takes this Front one page. again. <laughs> the uh, Leighton McIntosh has pulled one back for Cove. <laughs> Queen's Park 2, Cove Rangers 1. Similarly, Queen of the South have pulled one back. Falkirk 2, Queen of the South 1. Stop it. Um, let's wait and see if Aberdeen convert that penalty. It was Kankar with the challenge, by the way. He gave it away. Remember him? Maybe mm. should have been sent off against yes, Rangers in the, yes. opening. the opening day. was quickly substituted thereafter. Um, so he's the one that's given it away 7 for Liverpool 7-0 Liverpool against Bournemouth Roberto Firmino with the goal it's Bizawin takes the penalty not Miofsky this time Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements and they're cruising now Aberdeen 3 Livy 0 just after Rangers had gone 3-0 up against Ross County uh, Antonio Cholak in, in isolation Roger Good. For, for him, good for Rangers But I wonder also for, for the likes of Ross Wilson For the, the recruitment department at Rangers Who let's be honest, although they got to a European final Did take a little bit of stick Last season People looked at and, and kept questioning Phoning this show and saying How many recent signings actually come in And improve the first team And you know, Aaron Ramsey was high profile And Diallo didn't really work out And there had been a few examples um, But Tom Lawrence Malik Tillman and perhaps most of all, Antonio Cholak, a real impact by the new signings this, this summer. It is, and listen, they will probably all get a rest against Queen of the South on Wednesday night, and then they will enter a hugely significant period for Rangers as a club. They go to Celtic Park next Saturday. Um, if Celtic are to win it Tannadice tomorrow, they would go trailing Celtic by a couple of points. It will be their first experience of Celtic Park. And then, four days later, the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam in the start of the Champions League group stage talk about floodgates opening is it Ibrooks or Pataudry though Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements it is Pataudry it's Aberdeen 4 Livingston 0 goodness knows how Marvin Bartley will be taking this now Miofsky this time onto a through ball cool finish clinical and into the back of the net Livy have been down to 10 men for quite some time now and it is telling 
to be fair to Livingston, they don't normally nope. come by uh, out and out doings like this one, but uh, I think they'll shelve the idea of sending pass and move a text. It might not be the day. He's bottled it. Who? Keevans. He said he was, if they lost, he was going to text ah, Marvin Bartley and wind him up. No, I'd be frightened to doing that. But here's where he's let himself down the Aberdeen centre forward. If he takes a penalty and scores it, he's got a hat trick. That's what's true. It's been a yeah, striker's all about season. The Double moment. change for Rangers. Your man's on Scott Arfield. This yeah. is exactly the type of game he comes on and gets Scores. the fourth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's come on alongside Rabi Matondo, and it's Tillman and Kent who've gone off. See, we've got enough troubles here in this uh, Super Scrobo studio with domestic disputes and internal strife, mm. and I don't want to worsen the situation. We've already got Gordon Dale in a huff. A Love Island strop, and we need to keep we need to keep Marvin Bartley in one piece. That was a quick turnaround. I didn't even spot the first one. It's Man City two, Crystal Palace two. Erling Haaland, yeah, yeah, Bernardo yeah. Silva get the first. I was obviously more focusing on the big league. Um, Liam Kelly's just done the classic, you know, Kyle Lafferty rushing to close him down, and the goalie just does him with a little bit of footwork. Goes round them, yeah, fans like love that, that don't I like they? That. Uh, like a double that. change for Kelly as well. Mackenzie and Murray um, on for McEnroy and Shaw. The 60 minute change, Roger, has become the 60 minute double change in light of the new substitutions that are, that are allowed. Have you noticed that? It used to be a change in 60 Absolutely. minutes. Now it's, it's, it's almost always two. Spe- speaking of changes, news just breaking. Alec Neil, former Hamilton boss. Confirmed, about to be confirmed as new manager of Stoke and Hugh Evans. He will be succeeded as manager of Sunderland by one Tony Mowbray. Oh, what? That's what fast. That is very, very fast. Being reported by Sky Sports mm. News as we speak. What do you make of that move? Who for? Alex Neil. It's the fourth club he's managed down south. And uh, I mean, I, does, I, does, does it tell I, you that all is not well at Sunderland? Because on the face of it, Sunderland's bigger, massive club, yeah. brilliant fan base, and although they they have been certainly a basket case, he's they, they've started the championship season really well. Yeah. So to then, I don't know, money talks perhaps as well, but uh, no, it, you're right. Uh, on the face of it, it doesn't look right and doesn't make sense. But only Alec Neil can tell you why he's done it. Roger Hanna seems strange to you yeah but listen a lot of these things come down to money perhaps he's being paid more at Stoke perhaps he mm. thinks there's more money available there's a big transfer window closing on Thursday maybe getting more funds there than, than he would have done at Sunderland he maybe thinks Stoke are a, a better ticket to get him back into the English Premier League but interesting appointment as would be Tony Mowbray yep. once of Celtic and a man who cut his teeth as a player at Middlesbrough just along the road and will Martin Canning go with him then from with Alec? Sunderland? Yeah, I would, I would have thought so. He took the team today for a 1 0 home defeat, defeat to Norwich City. I would imagine Alex Neal's former Alec. team. Yeah. Of course. Um, Hugh Keevens is punching the air. That can mean only one thing that Brighton have taken the lead against Leeds. Pascal yep. Gross on 66 minutes. See, one grandson at the Amex watching Brighton, another grandson at Home Park Yoka watching the paper hankies. Yeah, no difference there. Mm. Great moment One of those that's going to be replayed over and over It was a ball down the line at Ibrox Barisic nudges Awura He falls into the feet of the linesman Who falls over oh, And ends up on his the, backside Can't love, beat it You love the moments The fans love those moments uh, Unfortunately the assistant who referee was it? doesn't who, who wiped out the Rangers Was it Josh Windass Wipe out Pedro Cachinha was it On, on, a, on a slide tackle Um 
remember the was it was it Rugby Park where the assistant referee was sick in the corner? Oh, I don't oh no, if you can't remember, that means it didn't happen, which is weird. If I've made that up, please tell me. I'm at least close. I'm sure at Rugby Park the assistant See, referee that, was sick. That's the difference. I would have backed him up even if he was wrong because I would travelled with him. Mm-hmm. You've just hung him out to dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm right, and then it just shows that Roger's not the clever cookie I, that he yeah, always. I think that's more likely. Dazzler, if you do get an invite to the housewarming, no, yes, six of May, 2017, yeah. Rugby Park linesman vomits on the touchline. There we go, Andrew McWilliam for what it's worth. Well done. Gone. So you're not going. You're snubbing him. Oh yeah, I'm not going. No. After what you done to me today. Trophy <laughs> on for Ayunga for you, 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 you used to live in that neck of the woods. Maybe you can't go by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there bad, are bad memories up there for there, me. <laughs> there are certain orders in place. Uh, just don't mention you know me up there. Confirming one Airdrie nil. Nikolai Todorov <laughs> on 68 minutes. Look what's been sent off. First round rar. So lots taking place. Reminders of the teaser, Hugh, if you can. Yeah. I have played alongside Marco Matarazzi and Emmanuel Petit. I have been managed by Alec Miller. I have over 50 caps for my country and I permanently manage two teams in two different countries. I have won silverware in Scotland and in another European country. Who am I? Right, Kevin Maguire says Francis Jeffers. Not the box in the box. caps wouldn't have done, would it? Um, A few... uh, Van Damen have I said that properly uh, who else is on there as well a few people going for Frank Sozzi no Celtic Till I Die is on there saying him Stephen Carden says Momo Silla no right okay keep your guesses coming in then at Clyde SSB for the second half teaser uh, no more goals to tell you about at the moment I don't think whilst I was too busy focusing four changes for Livy Oof. the double double uh, well, substitution Nubly, Shinny, Holt, Montano all off and four to come on so quite the uh, the change there good save to keep Ross County at three um, or three down Ross Laidlaw dived to the left to save a Tom Lawrence deflected shot to remember John Lundstrom's big deflected goal was what started the ball rolling this afternoon Goncalves, Penrice, Longridge and Brandon have come on for Livy so four subs at once Brilliant! I think we've seen that before. <coughs> never, actually, never have since we that. since we went to the five. Never seen that. I think that's a case of knowing the games away from you, deciding to get your the game certainly away from. Yeah, them. yeah. But I think he's looked at it and thought, right, okay, get people on, use it for a bit of match fitness for them, and rest one or two. Well, not rest them, but just make sure they don't get injured because you know we'll move on to next week. A hundred percent. Been there. I've been those shoes. I've made. I've made those decisions. How do you right think the uh, How do you think the medieval knight's going in Tenerife? <laughs> I, I, think be, I, I think I'll be going okay. I think I think he can mix in with the best of them. It's just that big helmet I'm a bit worried Excuse about. Excuse me? Oh, right, oh, yeah, yeah the, the costume he's wearing, yeah. got you. Um, we should Ranger- just call him Ivanhoe from now on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good save, that from Ross Laidlaw. That was the, the last main piece of action to tell you about from Ibrooks. I don't think anything else at the moment. Um, interesting game at Rugby Park because although Mullerwell probably deserve their lead it sounds pretty even after that and in the second half Kelly have been pressing and Motherwell have looked threatening on the counter so um, maybe we've not seen the last of the drama there in that one similarly in Paisley Hibs only one goal down um, have they got anything in them Lee Johnson could be doing with it well yeah as I say if they score another time added on 
equaliser, then it, it's a story. It's a great story. They keep on doing it. However, I think people will be wondering why Hibs always need to do that, why they're always behind. And Again, St Mirren. St Mirren are one of the clubs that Hibs should be looking to get points from. But uh, they're unconvincing. Martin Boyle apart, they're fairly unconvincing. Last week, the chat was Lee Johnson bringing the sniper yeah. in to address the players. This week, the chat was Lee Johnson launching his new app that yes. you can go into and study coaching philosophies. Yes, yes. It's maybe a week for Lee Johnson to focus on his players, Correct. his tactics, his selection, because were it not for three dramatic injury time goals this season, Hibs would be right down at the bottom of yeah. the table. He's not exciting the fans just now, is he? Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. David Field got in touch to say Joe Efford's made a big impact for Motherwell and they've conceded Kilmarnock 1, Motherwell 1. It's Dan Armstrong, did go close earlier on with that 18 yard shot that went wide. He was just getting his sights set up. He's made no mistake this time. It's Kilmarnock 1, Motherwell 1, and very much game on at Rugby Park. Oh, Derek McInnes needed that. Uh, so the, the, the game hangs in the balance. Um, so we see how Mother will respond I mean a draw at Kilmarnock's not the end of the world but uh, I'm sure that Stevie Hamill would not like the scoreline mm. to go against him having been in front gives Kilmarnock that bit of confidence you were talking about big Motherwell support Gordon uh, Kilmarnock um, have been bringing in the crowds I wonder if they're keeping them there but he needs to get a home win he needs to get his season up and running um, and he's back in the game so I think there'll be a winner there somewhere mm. There will be no hat-trick for Antonio Cholak He was denied by Ross Laidlaw And he's now been brought off for Stephen Davis Defender holding on to what they've got <laughs> They've decided just to, to just park the bus um, Once again, game away Opportunity to mix it up And get players on Get them up to, you know, get them up to speed In the sense of more game time for Davis But um, I, think, I think as a striker And I know the modern day game's different But See if I was playing there, especially against Ross County, especially the amount of ball that you're having, I'd be saying to the manager, please keep me on. He's the only fit striker they've got though, isn't he? I know, that's what I'm saying, I totally understand it, but as a personal situation, selfish, yeah. I'd be saying, I Tom, want to stay on. Tom Lawrence has gone up front. Um, we said early on, Palace were 2-0 up at Man City, Erling Haaland scored again, and it's now 3-2 to City. That's what we do, that's what we do. And a word for our old pal Alec Ray, back with Reading, his old stomping oh. ground Millwall, and they're 1-0 Oh, he will love that. He'll absolutely love it. Always talks about Millwall, doesn't he? Is that Wolves. not his favourite team? Millwall. No, he likes them all, that's the thing. He's got a good relationship with all the former clubs. And uh, yeah, 1-0 to Reading there at the moment uh, Yeah, I said Tom Lawrence up front at the moment then Antonio Cholak gone off for Rangers And it's maybe you don't need to labour the point today, Hugh I think the point's been made But that is the time that Alfredo Morelos comes on If he's either not yeah. suspended or has been told in no uncertain terms by the manager This should be the moment where he gets the game time Very interesting, the, the, the coming days uh, were... Alfredo Morelos is concerned. You know, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is on record as saying he's going to meet him. Now, is he meeting him to say, you can see now that Antonio Cholak is by far the, the best choice for me? So you have to change. Everything has to change. Your attitude, your weight has to go down. Or Thursday is transfer deadline day. 
the Rangers think about moving him on yeah well Tom Lawrence should now score having gone into the centre forward role it's a free header at the back post but he's put it wide uh, and it stays Rangers 3 Ross County 0 seeing that subject uh, Hugh if they don't if they don't move him on by next week I don't think they will move him on but I think it would be great for Morelos in the sense that the penny must drop he Uh must look and think I was the number one deservedly so because I'm not writing Morelos off. I, I think Morelos, you know, he's come back. I don't, he's not looked fit. Obviously, problems with attitude. Listen, we've all been there. We're human beings. I just think looking at Cholak, and it's a great sort of a competition to turn around and say, right, okay, you've written me off. I am going to get myself back working hard. Because one thing you know about Morelos is he's a very talented footballer, knows where the back of net is. And if you get him right, you get him now. When Van Bronckhorst came in that building at first, everybody commented on he's playing with a smile on his face. Yeah. You get him playing like that, he's as good as anyone at scoring goals for you. But he's got to get back on the right track. That's a challenge. It's, it's been thrown out to him now. And I think if he takes the challenge up, I'll benefit the manager and Rangers in the long term. A first Premier League start of the season for Kieran Tierney in the 5.30 game. Gordon then for Zinchenko Arsenal, top of the Premier League at home to Fulham. Yeah, look forward to seeing him in action. Double change for Motherwell, Maguire and Tierney on for Slattery and Spittle. Tierney goes through and goal almost straight away, uh, but saved by Walker. Um, so that's a double change in the midfield. So if we are going to see Lennon Miller become the youngest ever Premiership player, um, I'm going to need to wait certainly maybe looking a bit less likely now the game's poised as well and a couple of midfield changes made already Kyle Lafferty's gone off for Kilmarnock Cameron has replaced him and it's that stage isn't it Jordan White and Josh Sims on Danda and Hewula off uh, too many changes to keep up with here St Mirren are at it as well Kilty for Maine uh, but if Jordan White does continue his remarkable goal scoring run against Rangers it will be a consolation. We've got another goal at Rugby Park. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And the home side go in front. It's 2 1. It's Ash Taylor up from the back to find the back of the net. Great header. Awful defending from Motherwell. But a powerful header from Ash Taylor. And the game has flipped on its head. Kilmarnock 2, Motherwell 1. Uh, didn't see that one coming. Uh, Ash Taylor's done it before He got the goal against Dundee United uh, On the first day of the season To get Kelly a point uh, Looks like he could get them all three today So the Stevie Hamill bounce uh, Did not work So far anyway It's the one thing Kelly uh, they're, they're dangerous at They've got good height on their side If you put good quality in there They'll go and attack it I said a couple of weeks ago Gordon I, I Motherwell had to add to their squad and people were talking about wingers and everything. I thought Motherwell, you could score against Motherwell easily. Um, obviously, you're 1-0 up, go to 1-1. You sit in and you make sure you're defensively okay because I agree with you, if, if Motherwell had walked away with Rugby Park today, and they might still do, with a point, it's, it's a good result. There's no doubt about that. It's a good result, keeps momentum going. But to lose with a set play... That's a bit concerning, but uh, Derek McKenna certainly needs the three points today. Yeah, I fancied Motherwell strongly today, I have to say. Just the, the way the two teams had been playing, when Kevin Van Veen put Motherwell ahead, I, I really saw nothing other than an away win. So, all credit to Kilmarnock for getting themselves back in it. They will be off the bottom of the Premier League tonight. And this is maybe just the, the kickstart for the season that Derek McInnes was looking for. And who will go bottom? Dundee United yeah. on the eve of their game against Celtic. Uh, so 
Oh, oh. We've got an eight at oh. Anfield. Liverpool eight. eight. Bournemouth nil. Fabio Carvalho. We're going to get to ten. Ten minutes left. Can you believe mm. eight goals and Mohamed Salah has got none of them? Seriously? <laughs> Is he playing? Yeah. You should have bad afternoon. <laughs> Scott Parker will be changing that cardigan next week. Let me tell you. Oh, do you like that? I love it. Yeah. Thanks for me. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But look, you can we can all shave up. If we had a, a he is a man of you know many cardigans. Yeah. Are you going for the Scott Parker look? No, I, I think he's an exceptional dresser, but that's a. Oh, the cardigan here. No, it's a fashion faux mm. pas for me. No, I like it. I've got to any say. of your cardigans cost you nine hundred and fifty pounds. Not all of them put together. Jabba, Jabba, of course. I think round about that, I think. Well, he's daft then. Um, but a, if it's a payment scheme. If we had a game in the mortgage. Premiership where Celtic or Rangers were winning 8 nothing with 10 minutes to go, people down south would be saying, well, yeah, you know, it's Mickey Mouse League and so on and so forth. Mm, so... One of the journalists who last week went into Scott Parker's pre-match press conference wearing a cardigan and he had put three rings of masking tape around the sleeve uh, to, to, oh to mimic the no, fancy no, cardigan. No, 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 you, you newspaper uh, men, that's... I, I don't like that. I'd have thrown them out. Out. That's some gentle comedy, that. That's not great. Nah, that's... No. Nah. Look, if you can't afford it, don't put masking tape around it. That's anyway, St Mirren changed Gogic on for Erehon. Is that his second St Mirren debut? Alex Gogic. Yeah, um, Mackenzie on for Coulson Duncan on for Miofsky for Aberdeen but they are well out of sight 4-0 up at home to Livingston Rangers out of sight 3-0 up at home to Ross County the other games are a bit closer oh till a light Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Rangers go 4-0 up at home to Ross County and it's that man Stephen Davis the experienced campaigner back a bit more football in recent weeks than he had at the start of the season doesn't score too many but arrived late to side foot a James Tavernier cross yet another assist for him and it's four for Rangers yeah easy street um, but you've got to say I think the manager will be delighted we all predicted that going to be a comfortable afternoon for Rangers obviously we've still got to see the incident with the Ross County with, with Sands would it have made any difference that's a big question because Rangers are still at Ibrox 10 men against Ross County I'd still fancy them to go and win but obviously Malcolm Mackay will have a different opinion of that but once they get that then they get the first goal it's just a case of how many it's been a real good week for Rangers Yep, and uh, you know there's no pressure on Celtic uh, because they're playing so well, scoring so freely, and they're coming up against a team who are in real trouble. Uh, but Rangers are now top of the league, and Celtic travel away, tired eyes, and have to do a professional job there. Difficult week it could be for Ross County, you know, four yeah. nil just now with ten minutes still to go, and then Celtic in the League Cup last sixteen on Wednesday night. It's been a tough afternoon, that's for sure. Uh, not so tough for Falkirk. Got a little bit tighter than they would have wanted, uh, but they've gone 3-1 up at home to Queen of the South now, so the points should stay there, you would have to imagine. Well, you know, again, Gordon Dale's correct. The, 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 if Rangers uh, had even 10 men against 11, this might still have happened, but it would just be interesting to see and hear what uh, Malky Mackay has to say about the, the, the referee and the James Sands incident. 
The reminders of your teaser, please, Hugh, if you can. I have played alongside Marco Materazzi and Emmanuel Petit. I've been managed by Alec Miller. I have over 50 caps for my country and permanently managed two teams in two different countries. I've won silverware in Scotland and in another European country. Who am I? Mm, still more shouts for oh, Frank Sauzy. That's the most... Uh, oh, nine now. Is nine, it nine? Nine. Nine. Louis Diaz. And a hat-trick for Erling Haaland. Nine going on ten. Inverness nil Morton won That could be a big goal Grant Gillespie on 85 minutes Putting yeah. Morton in front Yeah new contract yesterday For Dougie Emery As Morton manager Kept them up last season And it's hoping to kick on And if they continue And get up and get results Like that at Inverness They will kick on He's doing a terrific job there Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to say um, you, you, you do wonder about Inverness Though they got to that Playoff final In May against St Johnson But last Friday night A bit of a beating mm. At the Jags At Furhill And then yeah. losing at home To Morton today so, late goals going in Sometimes they make a big difference to the outcome Like that one in Inverness uh, Other times it's just to add a bit more gloss to it Like Rangers at Aberdeen Both trying to outdo each other Both four up at the moment Now no matter what happens in the next ten minutes or so You will have your chance to have your say on the open line at five o'clock So get the number written down 0141 951 And speak to us Let us know what you've got Whether it's today's football Tomorrow's football A recap of the Champions League stuff We are here for you Pick up that phone please And you can tweet us at Clyde SSB Can Mo Salah still be on the park? And no. Liverpool have scored nine goals And hasn't got one of them I don't think he started I think we're just kidding him. But he's a team player I'd be saying in my interview It's not about me It's all about what the team in the three no, points No you wouldn't <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be raging uh, don't forget two big games tomorrow You can preview them as we mentioned on the open line 12 noon Dundee United against Celtic And then 3pm Hearts taking on St Johnson On the face of it you know, How could Celtic fail to win at Tannadice? A Dundee United side who have lost 15 goals in 4 games Bereft of confidence Scored one goal themselves in those 4 games and they're playing the free-flowing, free-scoring Celtic. Uh, however, you never know the minute. I like this scoreline for a number of reasons. Plymouth 2, Bolton 0. Goal by Ryan Hardy. He's Scottish, mm-hmm. worth a mention. But scored against Bolton Wanderers. One of the great beat-the-pundit moments of all time, Hugh. We didn't elaborate, we didn't tell you this version of the story when Mark Wilson got taken to the tiebreaker the other night uh-huh. and said that 340 goals had been scored already uh, in the league and got defeated the reason he got to the tiebreaker is the contestant he was up against was asked oh. well they were both asked who did Ali Crawford leave to join St Johnston Mark got it wrong the contestant went oh, pff, I am pff, uh, Bolton Wanderers and it was Bolton Wanderers yeah. Of all yeah, the 92 teams in England You just plucked one out of the air And got it right We've got another one of these There is a five Is it Ibrox or Pataudry? Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements It's Pataudry It looked like Duncan's cross went all the way in You know one of those cross mm. come shot efforts And no one really touches it It looked like it was one of those Maybe there was a final touch But either way It's in the back of the net And Aberdeen <laughs> Lead Livy five goals to nil. Five oh. nil. Do you think game's done, Hugh? Um, well, <laughs> the tie over. Uh, you know, Livy don't get doings, and they have got one. And maybe it's not a good idea making a quadruple substitution. 
Yeah, maybe the game was heading that way anyway. Uh, who knows? But if we're going to get late drama, it will have to be at Rugby Park and it will need to be in the form of a Motherwell equaliser. Yeah, or in Paisley, I was yeah. going to say a, a Hibs equaliser. Motherwell could maybe do with Ryan Bowman back. I see he's scored in he the has. equaliser uh, for, for Shrewsbury. 4 for 1, Steny 2, uh, Roberto Inditi has. Pulled one back for Forfer uh, Motherwell not offering much So not looking likely That they will no. get that equaliser Don't know if you're aware of a guy on, on Twitter um, He's one of these statisticians I think it's Opta he works for Duncan Alexander Have you ever seen his works? Mostly English stuff right But I just think this is quite funny Bournemouth have now conceded more goals Than Chelsea did in the entire 2004-2005 season Wow, wow. Which is remarkable uh, what is it, nine? Or eight, ten? Nine, eight, nine, nine, nine still a, nine. A, a, a long shift for Ryan Christie all the way down to Bournemouth with a dream of playing in the English Premier League and, and enjoying, savouring days like the trip to Anfield. North. Yeah, something like that. Double change for Hibbs, Miller and Bojang on Dodge and Kadenoff not looking likely to score, says Gavin Pearson. Well, there was always going to come that game where you didn't get the time added on equaliser. Uh, and as I say, I, I think... You have to look at the progress of the team overall. They've got out of jail. They need to start living like free men every now and then. And they've make... got a decent squad here. They, oh. they have got decent players. Um, but I, I agree, I've not been impressed with Hibs at all this season. I've really not. And we're sitting here talking about Hibs because Hibs are a big club and they're experiencing problems. What about St Mirren? This would be three consecutive wins, three consecutive clean sheets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're into the top half of the Premiership table. I mean, they all seem to be doom and gloom not so very long ago. And then that fantastic goal by Richard Tate, which defeated Ross County, has somehow inspired them to turn their season round. Uh, Ross County have brought a 16-year-old on. I know we were making a lot of the, the Motherwell at one earlier on in Lennon Miller, who we assume won't come on to be the Premiership's youngest ever player. Um, but Ross County have brought on Dylan Smith, 16 years of age. Well, I mean, Malky Mackay can do anything he likes now. I mean, the, the game was gone by half time, so we might as well give the kid a a, a flavour of great, what it's like. Great experience for a kid coming yeah. on. Okay, it's 4 0, but mm. you come on at Ibrox, he'll be absolutely delighted with that. Ready for this, Hugh? The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Marco Matarazzi And Emmanuel Petit I've been managed by Alec Miller I've got 50 caps for my country and permanently managed two teams in two different countries. I have won silverware in Scotland and in another European country. I am John Collins. John Collins. Well done, Gordon DL. You got that one very quickly. The winners out there listening are Mark Patterson in third place. Well done, Mark. Ryan, 94 in second place. And Daniel Miller was the winner. He was rapid as well. He got John Collins very quickly. And uh, thank you for taking part I like that, good question We'll be back with more next week Let's see if we can get any late drama Do you detect it or is it all done? All done, all yeah. done, yep You know, blow the whistles, it's finished Right, okay, Albion Rovers disagree They've No, I'm totally good right, okay. about uh, They've taken a 2-1 lead against Annan With a 91st minute Charlie Riley penalty right. Four minutes added on at Pitaudry <sighs> 
And Bartley will be seen Get this over with 5-0 down 10-5 to five. We're into Hibs time now You will hear from Gavin Pearson At any moment Because this is when Josh Campbell Martin Boyle They you're all a, step you're up You're out of that You're run out of that I agree with you, you, you That only takes you so far um, I don't see St Mirren uh, Losing uh, Sorry Drawing points here I think the three points Are in the bag Hibs need to regroup. Um, I think Lee Johnson's a bit of work to do at Easter Road. And there'll be no cup tie for them midweek, of course, because they've been thrown out the competition because they could, couldn't add up one booking and another booking makes two bookings and you don't play. Indeed. Three minutes added at Ibrox, four at Pitaudry. Both of those games long finished with anyway on the scoreboard. Uh, five minutes added at St Mirren So there we go Oh there we go score. Hibs time If you're a Hibs fan You would start to you believe f- You fancy them to score Just because of what they've done so far No chance Absolutely no chance Okay uh, Queen's you Park 2 Cove Rangers 1 Is the full time result from Oakleview I assume Oakleview it is Great start for Owen Coyle And the Spiders Up through the playoffs I think they finished 21 points Or 27 points behind Cove Last season in League One But already They're stretching oh. away from them This time There was me thinking Albion Rovers had won it Annan have now scored In the 92nd minute uh, To level it at 2-2 Good for them uh, So now we can Understand that Rangers Are top of the league And that Celtic Have to do something about it Tomorrow Hearts after I thought uh, A wasteful performance Against FC Zurich uh, In the, the Europa League qualifier I thought first half they were excellent. I've got to say, I thought first half they were excellent. Sending off just changed it. Yeah, and and by the way, it was a send off. Let's not complain about it. But I've got to go back to something and say, once again, I thought, I'll pay money to watch a boy. Nah, don't take it that far. Come I on. would. I, I think, Steady on. I think, do you, you know something? Your own money? No. Um, <laughs> I, I just think he's. You haven't he's, named him yet. But, oh, everybody him the knows. Up. Yeah, Barry Mackay. I think he's absolutely terrific, you know. I really do. I, I, I love watching his football. He's range of passing. He finds passes that nobody else sees just now. He's absolutely brilliant, the lad, and you can't take it away from him. And that's all down to the years of listening to me. Year, well, listening to me years ago. Rangers fans, you've got this to look forward to. Moral victory for Bournemouth, really, in keeping it single figures. It's Liverpool 9, Bournemouth 0, and it's finished. <laughs> Much to the, the relief of Ryan Christie, of Scott Parker, of everyone involved. Full times continue. Hamilton won or both nil. Could, could you imagine one of our reporters at that game? Or having to get through the nine <laughs> I did uh, Celtic nine Aberdeen nil. Oh, Matt McGee was the manager, is that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody called Dylan McGee wandered on and scored a magnificent goal that day. and uh, The roof caved in. Sense we've got an update coming from Gavin Pearson, but I don't know if it's a goal or, or what it is. But he's, he's, he's going to get in touch. Uh, I don't think it is actually. Sorry, Hibs fans, if I've just um, got you hyped up. It is full time at Ibrox. Rangers win by four goals to nil. A routine victory, you have to say. A range of goal scorers, Antonio Cholak, though, uh, getting a couple, really taking his tally. To a very impressive level Ross County will feel aggrieved Malky Mackay does feel That Rangers should have been reduced to 10 men He feels that James Sands should have been sent off uh, At 0-0 That did not happen And Rangers went on to win very very convincingly I should say Tom Lawrence is down Getting treatment for a knock uh, At the end of the game But it should be 
Uh, okay, we'll find out about that in due course. John Lundstrom got the ball rolling with a deflected effort from outside the box. I mentioned the Cholak double, the first, uh, a bit of a miss hit probably, but he won't care. It ends up in the back of the net. And a nice one-touch move just before the hour mark got him his second of the afternoon. Rangers made the changes, as you would expect, and it was a experienced campaigner in Stephen Davis who came on and got the fourth with ten minutes to go. So Rangers for Ross County now. Rangers go top of the table and over to Celtic to respond tomorrow. It's finished at Rugby Park, David Friel. Full time, Gordon Kilmarnock 2, Motherwell 1. You can hear the crowd behind me here. Kilmarnock are off the bottom of the table after Ash Taylor gave him a first win of the season. Derek McInnes' men were trailing to Kevin Van Veen's goal at the break, but Dan Armstrong equalised and Taylor then produced a bullet header for the winner in 77 minutes. Derek McInnes looks delighted and no wonder. But Stevie Hamill's winning run as Motherwell boss is officially over. Van Veen and Dean Cornelius both had good chances, a really good Motherwell start before Van Veen scored the opener in 14 minutes. Blair Smith's through ball was perfect and Van Veen did the rest. He shrugged off Lewis Miller and produced a clever finish as he flicked it past Sam Walker. Kelly were toiling but they came into it before the break. Kelly Lafferty missed two really good chances and then Ben Cassine hit the bar. McInnes' men came out for the second half really fired up they continued to up it and they got the two goals they needed Armstrong was really alive all afternoon he got a stand innovation when he came off and he came close before equalising in 71 minutes Subfraser Murray curled in across and Armstrong didn't really connect with his head a first time around but the ball hit Motherwell's Stephen O'Donnell and then failed kindly for Armstrong who buried his shot under Liam Kenner Ross Tierney came on for Motherwell and the Irishman should have made it 2-1 in 74 minutes his low shot was saved by Sam Walker after he was put clean through and that proved a crucial moment three minutes later Liam Polworth launched a free kick deep into the Motherwell box and Taylor was totally unmarked he was totally free at the back post to power in a header past the helpless Liam Kelly Kelly could have added even more but he took the 2-1 win as he got off the mark for the season full time Kilmarnock 2 Motherwell 1 for Kelly off the bottom Aberdeen had a good afternoon at Pataudry Dave Galloway yep Aberdeen 5 Livingston 0 Aberdeen quickly out of the traps forcing a first minute corner but Livingston soon settled Newbley headed Holt crossover then Montano setting up to drive into the six yard box but he drove wide from a tight angle Hayes curled over for, for the Dons after he burst through at the other end though it took a magnificent reaction save from Roos to keep out Obelai's header following a Libby free kick the visitors probably looked the likelier side in the first half but of 41 one minute Aberdeen went ahead from the penalty spot. Bissawin went down under Fitzwater's challenge. He got a straight red card and Mayovsky was clinical with his spot kick. The half-time scoreline was pretty scant reward for the efforts of Davy Martindale's men, to be honest. But Aberdeen hit three quick-fire goals round about the hour mark as the roof caved in on Libby. McCrory's powerful drive from just inside the box went in off the underside of the bar on 59 minutes. It was 3-0 in the 62nd Kankar's tackle on Lopez the ref pointed to the spot and Bissawin made no mistake then the Dons went four up a minute later a lovely through ball from Hayes converted by Majowski's cool finish and the now rampant Reds made it 5-0 after 87 minutes young sub Duncan uh, was some distance out on the right hand side it certainly looked like a cross but we'll say his cross come shot uh, found the net to complete a very Satisfactory afternoon for the Dons. Aberdeen 5, Livingston 0. What about Paisley then? Any late drama, Gavin Pearson? Um, well, you know, there could have been some late drama, but not from Hibbs. It's finished. St Mirren 1, Hibbs 0. And actually, St Mirren could have regretted missing quite a number of, of glaring opportunities in the second half. Uh, they took the lead in the first half, uh, in the sixth minute, uh, across from Ryan Strain, that was met 
uh, by Keanu Bacchus, who really couldn't miss from the middle of the goal, about six yards out. And since then, Hibs have tried to, to fashion a chance. They've really struggled with it. In fact, the best opportunity came to them right after the restart. Uh, pretty much a sitter. Uh, Cadden's cross squirmed through to Ewan who, Ewan, who was at the back post for Hibs. And his first touch wasn't great. He still had a chance on the bounce to, to tap it past Carson, but he put it wide. And really, that was a great chance for Hibs to level it up. In the 51st minute, Joe Newell collected on the edge of the area, right of centre. And he tried to drill uh, a low shot to Trevor Carson's right, but the, uh, the keeper did well to turn it past the post for the corner. In the 63rd minute, Chris Cadden again, who was looking at the best threat for Hibs, got, inside, got into the inside right position. He, he tried to drill the ball across, and he was just looking for a toe poke from any of the Hibs strikers just to deflect it in. And I think Deutsch came closest, but he wasn't close enough. Uh, Brophy came on for, for St Mirren and with his first touch could have killed the game in the 68th minute he was through one on one with David Marshall it was a tight angle to the left he hit it low, he hit it well, he directed it but it came back off the far post and in the 91st minute he should have killed it again he robbed Lewis, Lewis Miller the substitute who came on for Hibs playing it right back he was robbed a few times to be honest in his short time on the field but uh, Brophy was one on one uh, with uh, Marshall again and he skied it and then just the last kick of the game scorer uh, Keanu Bacchus glaring opportunity to finish it Hibbs again just uh, yeah, sixes and sevens at the back and the ball just spun to, to Bacchus he was uh, about you know, the edge of the area but he was right in the middle the whole of the goal to pick and as, as Marshall advanced he hit it on the half volley and put it wide to the left but they do get the three points it's incredible for St Mirren uh, that's three wins on the trot without conceding a goal and that's the first time they have done that since December 2008 full time in the sunshine a very happy home crowd here St Mirren 1 Hibs 0 and now it's over to you what did you make of that then Rangers fans you'll be heading out of Ibrooks, getting back into the car or the train or the bus or whatever and heading home so what did you make of it how pleased were you with the performance and the result what about Cholak's goals what are you making of him what else stood out for you were your team lucky maybe to get away with the James Sands incident I suspect that's what Malky Mackay will say because he was angry so we'll look forward to hearing from him a bit later on I am absolutely certain some of you still want to talk Champions League Liverpool won 9-0 today by the way against Bournemouth so feel free to get in touch regarding that Celtic fans for you it will be a look forward to tomorrow I'm sure Dundee United away uh, and again Champions League for you have you all been busy trying to plan your away trips let us know how you fared on that one Kelly fans how big a win was that for you today Motherwell fans is that a surprise did you expect to go there and keep the Stevie Hamill bounce going and St Mirren fans come on you need to phone in because a few weeks ago it was all doom and gloom and fears for the season all of a sudden three wins in the bounce flying high and looking good 01419511025 call us now and the open line is next after the action it's your reaction 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards open line Busy day of football, busy week of Scottish football and still more to come tomorrow. So whatever you made of it, now is the chance to tell us. I know lots of you Rangers fans were at the game, almost 50,000 in fact, and a number of you will be listening. So pick up the phone, let us know what it was like. I mean, we've got an idea. We know that it was, you know, kind of free-flowing and attacking and, uh, you know, the handbrake off a little bit compared to some of the difficult afternoons that these games can throw up but certainly a convincing performance and result so what did you make of it what stood out for you what about that talking point early on with James Sands and come on Champions League we're just going to have to keep talking about it Liverpool scored 9 today don't know if that's a sign of things to come uh, to suggest that they're back if they ever did go anywhere uh, and Celtic fans tomorrow what are you thinking Dundee United any ideas about 
team lineup? Does it require anything different for you? Haksabanovic, debut for him maybe? Uh, and what about Champions League from your perspective? And then, come on, Motherwell fans, that's not what you expected, is it? Down at Kilmarnock, Kelly fans will be happy, St Mirren, the good times keep rolling. It's all there, Hugh Keevens. It's been another busy day. Yeah, um, a few talking points. Obviously, Rangers go back to the top of the league table. That's up to Celtic to rectify tomorrow. Uh, Motherwell disappointing. They were in front and have now conceded two goals to Kilmarnock to go away from Ayrshire with nothing. Hibbs, I, I maintain that eventually someone is going to ask five games played, five points. That's not a good return for Hibbs. And the day had to dawn when they didn't get the time added on equaliser. And the fans will want to know why they always have to seek a time added on equaliser. Aberdeen. 5-0 against Livy uh, Not often Livy take a pasting like that But to what extent did the uh, ordering off affect them? So it's now down to tomorrow Dundee United have gone bottom of the league As a consequence of the Kilmarnock win And they're playing the reigning champions Can there be any hope for them? That's up to a Celtic team Who I think miss midweek football I think going from Saturday to Saturday doesn't actually suit Celtic. I thought they were fairly mediocre against Hearts. They got the job done last Sunday, but it was fairly low-key stuff. But uh, they'll, they'll need to, I think, press home their advantage against Dundee United tomorrow and retain their place at the top of the league. And they will, I think, quite comfortably. The way they're playing, the way Dundee United are playing, there'll be no more Saturday to Saturday football for Celtic's players in, in 2022, Hugh, mm. because after Tannadice tomorrow, it's Dingwall in the League Cup round of 16 and Wednesday night. Then, next weekend, the small matter of Rangers coming to Celtic Park. And then, the small matter of Real Madrid coming to Celtic Park. On the Tuesday night And from then on For the rest of the calendar year It's weekend Midweek Internationals Weekend Midweek Internationals There, there is no more respite What's the day Gordon? What's yeah, happening? I said at uh, 3 o'clock I thought we had a good calendar We get good goals Gordon We get 13 goals in the games So plenty of entertainment For the fans round about the grounds Obviously Ibrox Scoring 4 up at Pataudry 5 and a massive massive win for Kilmarnock leapfrogs them from 12th up to 9th in the league which uh, you know they were looking like they were struggling a little bit getting used to being up from the championship but Derek McInnes has got a good win against an informed Motherwell side who took the lead remember so showed a bit of character and St Mirren confidence Winning games Is that 3 out of 3 Roger? Yeah um, And uh, Stephen Roberts Will be absolutely delighted Because mm. he came under A little bit of pressure At the beginning of the season So it's been a good day Right let's get stuck in then Alan's a Rangers fan Where are you there today Alan? Yes I'm just driving home just now Good afternoon gentlemen Thanks uh, for having me on Afternoon uh, How was it? What did you make of it? Well um, uh, After uh, the euphoria On Wednesday night there uh, I thought, because all the fans were all buzzed today for the game and uh, struggled to start with to try and get through but once we the breakthrough was there it was just one-way traffic uh, Rangers, they could have scored a lot more it could have been five or six there uh, and Cholak, what a difference that man's making now he seems to be loving this football for the people that didn't say much about him at the start of the season there uh, now it must be kind of choking on the conflicts now because he is really starting to uh, uh, adore to the fans now. He could have scored a hat trick, he could even maybe scored four the day. But uh, he's, he's getting blamed with the team 
and uh, the team's started to bring well. Of course, it's been a carry-on from the PSV game. It was a matter of fact, just wanted the three points today, and with Europe only just 10 days away. But of course, the big one next weekend, we're at Parkhead there. So uh, it's put itself in before that, but we're looking forward to the good games now, and Europe absolutely Champions League looking forward to those days yeah Roger it's 7-7 seven and seven for Cholak he scores the goal that gets Rangers through to the Champions League he has scored in all but that Hibs game in the Premiership this season as far as starts to life at a new club go it's up there yeah you really can't ask for much more from a new number 9 at your club 7 goals in 7 games uh, I think Malik Tillman has settled well too as Dan said earlier on of course Tom Lawrence has settled well into the club and you wonder you know, we're talking about Champions League and we're talking about the old firm game, we're talking about the League Cup. There's a small matter of the transfer window closing in Thursday evening. You wonder, with Champions League group stage money now guaranteed for Rangers, whether Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will just move in for one or two more signings. Uh, I, you're talking about signings. I'm, I'm looking at Rangers just now and the one thing I would cover is, and you've said there, you've got a man banging for him, scoring the goals. The minute gets his first goal, that pressure lifts from him. You can see the confidence. You can see the fact that he's looking forward to the next game. As I said earlier, mm-hmm. Gordon, if I was him today, I'd have been dying to stay yep. in the pitch. But I think if Rangers are going to get into the transfer market, they need to look. Yeah. Because if I anything mean, happens to him, then they're in trouble. Of course, he didn't score against Livingston. So add that to the list. And I left that one out. Hugh, he got the one that was ruled out. Um, and I suppose at that point, we should have seen it as a sign of things to come. Because... Mm. He's gone on to get 7-7 seven and seven And he's the main man for sure In that area of the pitch Yeah um, Alfredo Morelos has to dwell on that uh, Because he's very firmly Second place now uh, You don't leave out a man with those numbers So Cholak will Start against Celtic Without doubt And Cholak is the man In possession as it were And uh, either Rangers Attempt To offload Alfredo Morelos or he has to come back physically and mentally a different person. Um, I mean, Alan, how did you... Were you one of those fans that was tempted to write him off quite quickly, or are you a more patient individual who was always willing to give him more time? No, I, I was. I said there was a, a couple of fans around me that sit there that says, they didn't think rated very much, and I'm saying, well... He's, as a new man coming to a new team, a new style of football, totally different for what he's probably used to. We've got to give him a chance. It was just like uh, other players coming in, Tillman coming in there, Sands as well. Sands has started to blend in with the, with the club now. Uh, it's it just the fact, blending in with the, the new style of football, and he's certainly done that now. And of course, he's hit back at the critics there, uh, goal scoring, and that's what it's all about, it's goal scoring. Mentioned the Champions League earlier, Alan. Did you hear that Liverpool won nine nil today? I was. My son was next to me, and he was watching all the scores. When he said it was three nothing, four nothing, then it was six nothing, then it was seven nothing, then nine nothing. I went, oh well. I says, here I'm looking forward to it's Champions League football. Uh, the Euro nights are back again, but uh, we used to because I've been going to Ibrox now for over fifty years now, and uh, going back to the old nights again. But it doesn't matter what team we were playing. It's Champions League, that's all that matters. And I'm looking forward to seeing the big clubs, Liverpool being one of the biggest as well. So uh, I know they won 9 the day, but yeah, you never know. Football's a funny old game. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone seriously thought Liverpool had become bad anyway, Hugh. You know, I don't think we were at that stage, but just 
For anyone who thought that it was a slightly sticky start to the season, well, they've uh, answered that today, haven't they? Anyone who thought it was a slightly sticky start was absolutely correct. Yeah. Mm. Two two draws back to back, followed by a defeat against a Manchester United side who were seriously toiling at that point, and a poor Liverpool performance that had players arguing with each other on the park, which you, you very, very rarely see. Uh, but today, they've responded, and they will only get better. I don't mean they'll start winning 10-0, I just mean that they'll be, they'll be recognisable Liverpool. That's the next logical step, once you've scored nine. Thank you to Alan, safe trip home. What about Fraser in Bears Den? What jumped out for you today, Fraser? Uh, it's got to be Solak up front The, the man is phenomenal Honestly he's, he's, he's brilliant I think he's one of those strikers You give him Three chances a game He'll put away at least two of them He's the total opposite Of what Morelos probably was For, for years in a sense Even though his goal record Is pretty good He, he kind of did miss A lot of chances as well And I honestly I can't see him getting back In the, in the team Especially if this boy Keeps doing what he's doing just now Yeah it's, it's probably fair Gordon like, Alfredo Morelos scored An awful lot of goals But he was never described By Rangers fans As being Clinical as in Get one chance Take one chance He was just brilliant At creating so many openings For himself And He's obviously got a level of finishing That's how you score But Do you see what Fraser means You know if It seems that Cholak Kind of Right place right time And doesn't seem to need Too many opportunities yeah, To find yeah, the net Yeah I'm liking him As a striker Gordon I'm liking his movement I like his, the fact that The way he finishes I'm, I'm certainly If Morelis goes back to being Morelis I am not writing Morelis off Because I think he's a fantastic player And fantastic goal scorer But when you've got someone that's come in And where I like this boy Is the fact that He came in for a lot of criticism early on And it could have been quite easy For him to go under Because it's a massive club You've got ex-players coming out You've got pundits coming out You heard Alan there Some of the fans round about Alan Was doubting him he gets that first goal and I keep saying when you go to a club the size of Rangers and you know, you're know you playing at home 49 plus thousand there you get that first goal you have no idea the weight that it takes off your shoulders and all of a sudden mm. he fits into the game he's desperate for every game he's scoring important goals as well that's the most important thing for him but I'm going to say I think it could be a good thing for Mirrellis if he stays at Rangers because he now knows I have got to get myself in real great shape. I've got competition and real competition. Fraser, how pleasing is it as a piece of recruitment? Because I'm sure, like many Rangers fans, you had to sit there last season when Celtic won the league and hear everyone banging on about how Celtic were able to sign players who could come in, hit the ground running, do the business straight away, not need any time to settle in and so on. And maybe Rangers didn't have that previously, but he, I guess he would be a good example. Yeah, definitely. I think last year we tried the whole signing big names like you know Ramsey came in in, in January and stuff. And let's be, let's be honest, that didn't exactly work, did it? So I think finding somebody like this boy that's, that's come in relatively unknown. I know he scored a couple of goals against us at Ibrox last season, but we didn't really know too much of him, and he's, he's kind of hit the ground running straight away. And just what Gordon was saying there about uh, Alfredo as well, like I love him. Like he's been a, he's been a hero the last sort of five years for us. But at the end of the day, as Gordon said, having somebody like Cholak around. Hopefully going to just be good for Alfredo in a sense If he gets the finger out, shifts a wee bit away uh, He can come back firing as well And it's only, a, it's only a good thing for the football club yeah, It does put a different slant on the Morelos situation Roger, if Cholak wasn't doing that And if Rangers were struggling up front Then 
He'd maybe get even more criticism Because it's like look, look at what you're doing Look how you're costing the team But maybe fortunately for him In that respect Cholak's stepping in And then it remains to be seen How he stands up to that challenge Does that inspire him To, to be better and, and get back in the team Or does it put his nose out of joint Interesting I mean Dan's making the point Earlier on about signing Another striker I, I agree I think another striker Is needed You don't know What's going to happen With Morelos Kemar Roof is still Out the team injured Fashion Sakala I think the manager Sees as a wide player Rather than going Through the middle and Does but, he even but, see him as that Well there you are But Cholak started well He looks to be a player who will score goals in big games um, I give you Malmo at Ibrox To knock Rangers out of the Champions League last year I give you the winner in Eindhoven on Wednesday night To send Rangers into the group stages And the one criticism that's been levelled at Alfredo Morelos Over the years, more than any other, Gordon Is his lack of goals against Celtic I think he's got two in 18 derbies That was the thing that people always criticised it's fascinating to see how Kolak handles that fixture mm-hmm. next weekend uh, Fraser, we've not yet heard from Malky Mackay But it doesn't take much to predict that he'll probably have a complaint about James Sands staying on the pitch Would he, would he have a case? Well, he's not a case or not Didn't get sent off, did he? So, uh, to be honest like, I'll, I look forward to that response, Fraser The next time a decision goes against Rangers Maybe this time next week I'm sure you'll be as understanding about it no, no. I mean, if Sands get sent off today, it might have been 3-0 rather than 4 Yeah, listen, I, I don't think I don't think any of us are saying Rangers wouldn't have won the game, no. Hugh Because we simply don't know I think that's a but valid comment um, You know, that Rangers would probably have won the match anyway, 10 v 11 However, Fraser can't have it all his own way You know, you, you can't go Well, we've spent the last week saying there's yeah. the standard of refereeing And it needs to be yeah. called out and it needs to be improved yeah. So, so you, you can't just... I mean, the least you can do is give your answer, your observation. If you believe it was a red card, nothing's going to happen to you. If you don't believe it was a red card, tell us why you don't think it was a red card. Wasn't an ardent defence of James Sands that was it? No, no, that was it. That was chucking him under the bus without saying it. Is that is that a fair comment, Fraser? You're spot on You should have been sent off <laughs> <laughs> We got well done, there in Fraser. the end uh, Fraser what about the Champions League I feel like we can't let anyone go At this point in time Without getting thoughts on that as well It's a good draw I think I'm sitting watching it the other day And you want to be getting the big teams Let's be honest Like last year We, we got to the final of the Europa League And played A lot of good teams there But when you're in the Champions League You, you want to be playing the likes of you know, Real Madrid Liverpool's These sorts of teams that, that we didn't face last season I think that's the whole point In wanting to step up So I'm absolutely buzzing for it um, We'll wait and see what the ticket prices are When they come through right enough and Maybe my buzz will go away a wee bit No, I'm, I'm kidding on it'll, it'll be brilliant I think the most interesting thing is that Ajax away First game Because You know We'll, we'll then find out What the Effect of losing Ten Hag as the manager and losing players has had on them. Uh, you know, had he still been there and the squad left intact, then it would have been a more daunting task. But if Rangers were to go to Amsterdam and come back with anything, I mean, a win would be a dream start and a very, very bad psychological blow for Ajax, or even a draw for Rangers, they would they would settle for that. But that is the most interesting way of starting. Well, I think they play Utrecht tomorrow. They've not had any post Ten Hag hangover really. I know they lost the Dutch Super Cup to PSV, but uh, they beat Groningen six one a couple of weeks ago. I think they beat Sparta Rotterdam one uh, nil last week. So uh, I'm sure they they don't feel too down about themselves. But it could be a big week there, Roger, to see who leaves in the transfer yeah, window. If Eric Ten Hag comes back to Amsterdam to take Anthony. 
to Manchester United was talk last night of £90 million to sign him. Losing a player of that quality could only be a setback for Ajax after a summer where they've lost Martinez to United, Ten Hag to United. They've lost uh, Sebastian Haller, their top scorer, to Dortmund. Um, yes, they've signed Stephen Bergwijn from Spurs as a replacement for, for Haller up top, but losing Anthony would be mm. a big blow for them. Yeah, we need to know, did Rangers have anyone watching the Liverpool game just to get, get ahead of it, to try and do some early research? I wonder what they made of those nine uh, goals that Jurgen Klopp's side uh, knocked in today. Thanks to Fraser and Bears Den 01419511025. What's on your mind out there after today's football? Champions League, maybe. Looking to tomorrow, Celtic fans. Let's hear it all. The games are over. The talking begins. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Roger Hanna and Hugh Evans and Gordon DL are all here It's 01419511025 It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter And hopefully we'll start hearing from some managers as well To see what they made of today's game Andy is a Rangers fan from Motherwell What's your point tonight Andy? I'm just phoning in I'm driving home for the game And we're listening to how upset you are getting about Sands and Oh distraught, that- absolutely distraught Andy <laughs> It seems that he's, he's mm-hmm. trying to make a big deal out of how Sands are getting enough, but you've not mentioned any of the other decision how bad the referee was the full game. Yeah. Which one? Okay. In per- which ones in particular annoyed you? Okay, two penalty shouts, which again the looks the worst. First one was in front of me in the penalty box, then second one's a handball, Scott Wright crosses in. We've also got the, the two Ross County players who he waved off because we were breaking and didn't get back and book them, and there were clear clear bookings who could then lead mm. to sending offs. The standard of referee in the Scottish football is ridiculous. We saw it last week as well. The day again, it's just far too much going on that we overlook and we just let mm. go. Uh, well, that's the thing, though, as you mentioned, right? There are, there are so many incidents, so it's sort of hard to get them all. And I hope, I think you might eventually agree, Andy, James Sands, if it was the injustice, then he would have been sent off. Your comparison with the Ross County players is just first bookings, and you said that could then lead to sendings off. So then it's not entirely surprising that one of those would get more focused than the other, is it? Well, it's uh, no, it's a bit surprising because it's it's something that it's a, another decision by a ref that, that we're saying, oh, he should be making. Which so, I, yeah, but hold on. So you're trying to tell me that a decision that would have seen a player booked is going to get as much discussion and time as a decision that would have seen a player sent off? The two penalty decisions that you've you've only mentioned once. I mentioned it during the game, to be fair, but we can mention it now. Which yeah, which one in particular? Which which one in particular? I, I believe two of them are, are penalties. Yeah. yeah, we did say it at the time, Roger. Remember the, the you handball. To, you need to remember, Harry. We can't see the game in here. We're only going in what we're you know getting told Aye, from the we'll stadium. Blame from freezer, so, actually, that sounds so, good. No, social media as well. You were no, that's tweets. much better. Though, the, last, the last call off, not our Fraser, the other Fraser. A Rangers fan said James Sands should have been sent off, so we're just sort of basing it on that. We're fascinated here, and mm. to the fury of my colleagues in the media, Malky Mackay is a notorious late arriver at press it's conferences. Not great, is it? No, it is not great. So we're hoping he hurries up a little mm. bit because he's a long road to get back up to Dingwall tonight if he's heading back up that way. Hopefully, we'll hear from him shortly and see what his taken mm. the whole thing is. Are you happy with your team's performance, Andy? Oh, definitely. I thought we were outstanding. I thought the, the link up play for the goals was. Tremendous! I think it's the second goal where we we walk through the defenders and and Cholak, uh, calmly slots in was was a, a tremendous goal. I just I, I agree. I think we were lucky with the Sands one, but I also think that came off straight off the, the penalty decision that we didn't get. And he's he's possibly decided. Well, I've missed one there. I don't really want to be sending somebody off here. I don't know, but 
that's the way the referees work in this mm. country. Unfortunately, they. I, 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 I thought it was you said you thought it was the other way around. You, but I can't. I can't yeah. I'm now getting my timings mixed up. I yeah. actually thought. You said the other way round when it happened at the time. I, I do believe that referees do perform balancing acts, uh, but that is not acceptable. Uh, there, there will come a day, and it arrived last Saturday for Rangers, as uh, Andy will remember only too well, when a wrong decision is made and it affects the game. Uh, Rangers will argue and have argued successfully that John Lundstrom should mm. not have been sent off. That gets them down to 10 men Wrongly Then when Morelos has his brush of blood uh, It makes the situation worse Because another man's gone off before him All the while Hibs say that They should have had a penalty yeah. And that would have changed things And so round I, round we I, go. I cannot disagree with Andy's basic premise That the, the referees are in a poor way right now uh, But that's why you have to Go back and mm. visit the, the, the calls Like the one on Sands today Yeah and that's the Gordon Week there's no point in always putting it down to VAR. If you have it, maybe the it helps. Maybe the handballs become a bit clearer because if, mm-hmm. if balls are hitting people's arms and referees have got you know that split second to look at it, the, the complaints that we've seen already, and again I accept we've not heard Malky Mackay's version yet. The complaints from people already is that you wouldn't have needed VAR really to, to make a better judgement on James Sands yeah uh, we're only going with what we're hearing uh, Gordon and maybe not in the handballs either if they're as obvious as, as Andy says yeah well, well we'll look back in it once we're able to look at the game and then make our own decisions now yes I think that um, one or two decisions lately in the referees have been have been poor but I've got to say that I don't think you can go to every league I don't think a referee gets every decision right. It's impossible. I think it's a very difficult game. The pace of the game now, yes, the ones that are the big decisions that get highlighted, like last week, Lindstrom's red card gets overturned. Could that change the game? Maybe. Even with Sands getting sent off today, I still think that Rangers probably at Ibrox would have had enough to overturn uh, Ross County. Maybe not four, but I thought they would have won the game anyway. But Malcolm Mackay will look differently at that. Um, we can't just keep blasting the referees and officials all the time. Going, I really, I, I, I know it's frustrating as a, a supporter because there's Andy. Instead of just saying, right, okay, hands up, yes, in my opinion, Sands should have been off the pitch. He starts looking at other things. Referee, oh, I should have been booking this. Every every supporter around this country will have the same opinion about referees and different decisions. You go to St Mirren today. Probably fans will have the same. Mother will come on up, whatever. I think it's hard job. Yes, sometimes they get it wrong and they've got to take the blame for it. I think that's the sort of the point I was trying to make, Roger, that there's going to be an inevitable pecking order of these things. If you look at the the focus is going to go on the potentially match altering and it has to be potentially. Every one of you doesn't think that Ross County would have won the game no. if they'd gone down to ten men. But Rangers going down to ten men early on in a game is the sort of obvious big deal I take Andy's point If a Ross County player gets booked He then might get sent off later yeah. on But it's and never going to get the same well, focus I'll, is it? I'll give you an example Hugh pointed out When Dave Galloway reported on Aberdeen 5 Livingston nil That Livingston very seldom take a beating of that magnitude mm. And surely there must be a link With the early sending off of Jack Fitzwater At the concession yeah. of that early penalty So teams who have to play lengthy periods of time Down to 10 men Can... Struggle at times Now no, none of us think the Angels wouldn't have gone on to win the game They seem dominant in the game They'd probably have won 
Probably not by four goals to nil, but it'll be interesting to see the incident for us. Where the argument is, Roger, going down to ten men, and you're right, I don't think any of us would have said, but and looking at Malcolm Mackay's opinion in Ross County, he will say, well, Rangers going down to ten men gives us a better chance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what well, I mean? By the looks of it, though, his press conference won't take place till midnight, so we can, <laughs> we'll can play it on, our, on Monday show. Andy, how are you feeling about this Champions League? I'm looking forward to it. We've got one of the toughest draws, I'd say, out of them all. But I'm looking forward to how we play on the night in Europe. We seem to turn it on and the crowd helps. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what we do. That, that, all that European experience and so on last season and the level of opposition, yeah, obviously you know Liverpool would be a step up. But do you feel like you've got a lot to draw confidence from? I, we've got to look at last year's teams that, that came to Ibrox and we, we had a great game against them and even away games. Dortmund, RB Leipzig, we're, we're certainly, we've got to get into games with Ajax confident, I think Napoli's going to be a hard hard game away, but again at Ibrox we should be looking to just use the crowd and, and make it our advantage as, as we've done in the past, we, we shouldn't get into these games scared, just go and enjoy it, because we've deserved getting to the Champions League, so we may as well enjoy it while we're there. Absolutely, Hugh Evans. I have to go back to this astonishing achievement of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst who arrives mid-season to take over Rangers after Stephen Gerrard had gone and takes Rangers to a European final. Now, I'm well aware that he didn't win the league at the same time, but he took Rangers to the Europa League final and now has taken Rangers into the Champions League and I just think that he is tactically so astute and will not be intimidated by anyone that Rangers play, but there will come... A point when you're simply, and it might be Liverpool, might be Ajax or Napoli, but there'll come a point when the, the, there will be a gulf between the two sides. Uh, however, Van Bronckhurst and what he's done in Europe is nothing short of astonishing. We spoke in the show last night about the mindset of the two old firm managers and how it's perfect for going into this sort of environment because they're not yeah. intimidated. You know, Rangers and Celtic are both in pot four, so Europe will look down and say, oh, they're, they're, the, they're the team from the Diddy pot. Yeah. But, but Rangers and Celtic won't go in with that mindset. As you're saying, Giovanni Broncos has just led Rangers to a European final in a Scottish Cup. Yeah. Ange Postacoglu has won two trophies in his first season and transformed the fortunes of Celtic. Yeah. There are two teams at the minute who are used to winning games they, everywhere they go they travel with confidence and I, d- I don't think that will change in these six group games I think there's points here Roger I really do um, I know that you can look at these big names of course they're big names of course they've got big budgets and but I just think one-offs on the night I think Rangers have led the way in Europe in the last year or so I think Celtic with the attacking players and the flair that they've got especially at Celtic Park I think there's points here for both teams to pick up uh, thanks Andy, nice to speak to you That was Andy on uh, from Motherwell I should say 01419511025 Or Twitter uh, At Clyde SSB uh, Still waiting to hear from some of the managers As we said, Malky Mackay, one of them And uh, maybe some others As well uh, But Rangers are top, Hugh That's the, the fact for tonight yep. uh, Whatever happened with referees or not It was a convincing victory A very Straightforward three points, top of the league, and now over to Celtic to try and respond. Uh, I love that kind of story. Here you have a Dundee United team who, in four games, have collapsed, imploded, lost 15 goals, scored only one, and have become 
a laughing stock almost. Uh, they're now bottom of the league by virtue of Kilmarnock winning today against Motherwell. But Celtic are going there with a terrific start to the season behind them. Free scoring in Giacomacus and Kyogo. Uh, they've got gifted strikers. Uh, they've got Jota, of course. And they, you know, it, it should be a terrific game at Tannadice. And it should be overwhelmingly in Celtic's favour. Now, they have to go out and prove that that is the case at high noon tomorrow. It's the Mark Wilson derby. Yeah. But let me tell you, Hugh, Dundee United could come out on horseback as <laughs> jousting poles yes. and wouldn't lay a glove in Celtic tomorrow. Is that That's Ivan the type of thing that he would say. Are you that sure? No. Yeah. Uh, look, I fancy Celtic, but uh, uh, going to Tanadise. You've got to right. Dundee United have had a poor couple of weeks, losing a lot of goals. You look through the squad; they'll get good players, uh-huh. right? Let's not be kidding. Um, you raise your game when teams like Celtic Rangers come in, uh, come to your home ground. The, the place will be packed. There'll be a great atmosphere there. I don't expect Dundee United to win, right? I think Celtic have got too much quality, but I don't think Celtic have got up there and steamroller. No, but it would have to be one heck of a transformation to go from losing three nil to St Mirren at home to getting anything from Celtic a week later. Right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. Keep the calls coming because after these, uh, we are going to start hearing from today's managers, particularly at Ibrox. Stay tuned. After they play, you have your say. Zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to join us uh, or Twitter. At Clyde SSB So get your thoughts in on Any of today's football uh, We've got David in Bearsden Hanging on So let's hear from Rangers manager first Because I'm sure David will be interested Here was his take on the game I think the intent you you, you have to show From the beginning uh, Of course we had a great result on, on Wednesday We were on a high And, and of course very positive Because we're, we're going to play Champions League But uh, you know, we had to switch now back to domestic league, and uh, it's all about the start. You know, it's keeping the same standards you want uh, and the same way of playing every 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 game. And the games are uh, coming fast. And but uh, you know, when you start games like this, you you will never drop your your levels of intensity in passing in movement. And uh, I think we we reached a really high level today. And uh, so I'm really pleased with the performance, of course, pleased with the, with the clean sheet. And I think the goals we scored were from a really high level with the movements and the, and the crosses we, we put in. So I'm very pleased there. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm happy with, with Antonio. I think he's in a very uh, good moment now. I think the start he had um, uh, for, for us has been, been, been fantastic. So we just have to make sure we, we, we keep pushing him and, and he keeps giving the performances we want. Uh, Morales worked hard this week, so uh, I will sit down with him tomorrow and, and speak about him uh, and, and, and his future. So, uh, But as I said before, you know, he's still our player. Uh, he knows what he has to do to uh, become available for matches again. So uh, I think the first week and the reaction he showed was, uh, was very positive. David, the man who scores the goals in place of Alfredo Morelos, Antonio Cholak's getting all the praise, understandable. Uh, is it all about him or was there anyone else you felt deserved a mention today? 
I thought I'm just driving back from Ibrox just now. Good evening, guys. Hello. I'm just driving back from Ibrox just now. I, I, I thought Rangers much sharper today off the off the start, right? Against Hibs, they were sluggish first half. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I just thought Scott Wright was immense today. That's probably his best game, to be fair, for Rangers. Certainly one of them. He gets a wee bit of stick sometimes, the boy, but I thought today was excellent. But Rangers were a lot quicker off the box today. Started really sharp. Ross County are a fit team, but Rangers also look fitter than they have in the last couple of weeks. And I thought I thought it really stood up to today. I never saw the Sands incident, to be fair, chap. So um, from where I was sitting, listen, the boy made two fouls, right? Whether they were reckless or violent or whether you think it should be yellow cards, both of them, I don't know. But listen, nobody's given us the Scottish Cup final replay for 1989 when Roy Aiken took a shy, which was a Rangers oh, shy. Well, well said. I, I knew we, we should have we should have mentioned that, Hugh. We yeah. should have we should have brought that up in, in the interest of balancing things out. In actual fact. It was a Rangers throw-in And the referee Simply got caught up In the moment mm. But 1989 I'm glad I'm really? glad covered it off I think it was maybe A bit tongue-in-cheek From David anyway um, Yeah Gordon said mm. it, We said it at the start Sometimes These types of games Become a, a A touch sluggish For Rangers Where you know They maybe win 2-0 Or it's comfortable But the fans are just Wanting that Bit more It felt like They, they delivered a bit more today Whether it was the one Holding midfielder And allowing a bit more Attacking I was just Options. going. To, yeah, I was going to pick that up, Gordon. And I think uh, when we heard Fraser um, bring this to teams from Ibrox, it was a very attacking lineup. Uh, obviously, the two fullbacks would have played very high up the pitch. Look, you know Ross County are going to come there. The old cliche will sit and uh, part the bus and hope to get something. And you've got to break them down. I agree with what uh, David said about last week at Easter Road. I don't think they moved the ball quickly enough. But when Rangers move the ball quickly. And the players have got, especially Ibrox, Ibrox is different. Uh, when they move that ball in the big pitch there and they move it quickly and the players have got, they drag players out of position, note them up and they've got guys that can play the killer balls. Apparently Cholak's got second goals, terrific, great build-up play and I think it's Kent that plays a great ball through Chumney and he puts it in the back of the net. That's what Rangers can do to you. I think after all the excitement of Wednesday night, obviously for, uh, Thursday with the Champions League draw, they had to get off out the blocks quickly today. They've achieved that. And listen, that's a terrific win. And I think the manager picks up on something. It's easy to talk about the centre forward, easy to talk about the goals, but it's an R clean sheet. Were you born in 1989? Yes. Well, that was the year I was born, so I would have I missed, you th- missed was it. A, was it a good throw in? Uh, well, Do you know, she then, then well, turned born into in a, December. So. Uh, then turned into an even bigger defensive mistake by Rangers mm. and Joe Miller's right, goal. Let's not do this to me. Seriously, we've got like ten minutes left. Thirty-three years ago. Um, <laughs> uh, David, who else then you know deserves singled out for for praise today? I just want to, it wasn't as bad as Bob Valentine's previous performance in '77 oh, when they gave Andy Lynch stop a penalty. <laughs> Come on, David. Even Hugh's struggling to remember that one. No, That's no, when you know. I remember, I remember it very well. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, else, who else deserves praise today, David? Did very well. Who was that, sorry? Overall, I thought Rangers did very well today. I was very pleased with the movement. Because um, Ross County are a fit team. They work very hard. Malcolm McKay really works these guys, you know. So I was really pleased with the way Rangers, after coming off of Wednesday's um, performance, and they also played against uh, Hibs with nine men for mm-hmm. about the last 30 minutes. So overall, I was very happy with the way that Rangers attacked the game from the start, and, and they really went at it, which was... Which is what you want. I, I, and I, I'm saying this as a Rangers fan. I think there's Rangers fans, to be fair, Celtic do start quicker when Celtic go into these games against um, other league opponents. And I've noticed that I, I thought Celtic start quite rapid and Rangers sort of more casual. 
But I think if Rangers really also went rapid, then they would get more more for their, um, their mm. play, you know? Yeah, there was that. I mean, it was a, a mini spell, Roger. I don't even know if you can call it that, where Rangers started bright and it dipped slightly, maybe around about the time of the Sands incident and... County looked like they could, you know, could maybe unsettle a few things, but it was all it was all pretty relentless. Yeah, and, and once John Lewiston shot deflected past Ross Laidlaw, that opened up midway through the first half. There was only ever going to be one winner in the game, Gordon, and, and Rangers did well. Cholak seems to be taking his chances very well, and you know Queen of the South now Tuesday night they will make a lot of changes. They should get past Queen of the South, a League One side that lost at Falkirk today, and then. All roads will lead to Celtic Park next Saturday lunchtime. Well, let's start getting some reaction from Rugby Park. It was a much-needed win, a first win, in fact, of the season for Kilmarnock against Motherwell. Derek McInnes, a happy man. It was a strong performance from us. Obviously, we've had to do it the hard way and come from behind, but try to reinforce the players at half-time. I've seen a lot of Premier League football this year, and I thought we looked a good Premier League team first half. Um, I thought we moved the ball into good areas. I thought we... Tried to do what we asked them to do. You know, we we, we got an outside of the shape. We we looked after the ball through the middle of the park and through the lines, and we arrived time and time again at their in their box, and we snatched at things. We were unlucky on off the bar and a couple of opportunities. We just really need to tidy up a wee bit and nullify um, the threats of others. You know, I thought for long spells we nullified Van Veen, but he still has an influence. You know, and I thought he, he's two touches for the goal. Um, and it's a half chance running through under pressure. He takes it away from Mayer and lifts it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant play, and it, it's a reminder of the level of player you, the level of teams that you're up against. And um, it was really harsh to I felt going in one 0 down. But such as life in the Premier League, you've got to um, bring those moments of quality as well as being good. And we spoke at half time really about how do we want to feel at quarter to five. You know, we had the opportunity with the second half ahead of us to. To change how we were all feeling Happy man I'll tell you who won't be so happy I've had a message then Young Jake It's his fifth birthday Gordon And he's mm. gone For his first ever away game He's a big Motherwell fan All the way down to Coman They're all excited Derek McInnes has gone And spoiled the party Spoiled his big day And he got off to such a great start yeah, no. Van Veen well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Jake enjoyed his day At the game anyway Hope you feel good about yourself Simon The Kilmarnock fan Ruining it uh, Sorry Jake um, <laughs> But um no, it's a, it was a, a really good result and a, a really deserved result. Uh, I thought we were by far the better team. Outplayed Motherwell for pretty much the full game. So, uh, yeah, absolutely delighted we've got the, the result that our play this season so far has, has pretty much deserved in the non-old firm games. So you weren't necessarily concerned that, you know, ahead of today it had been a, you know, a tough fixture list anyway. Is that why sometimes it's a bit easy to talk about, you know, not having won yet and being bottom of the table when you've only played four and... You've not had the easiest of fixtures. Is that sometimes a bit of patience required? Yeah, I wasn't panicking. Uh, I don't think well, there were some obviously commander fans were panicking, but I think most people have seen that we should have won the game against Dundee United first game of the season. Uh, we should have won last week. Uh, Ross County should have been down to two, down to nine men. Um, we played quite well in the second half last week, and right from the, maybe the first ten minutes today, we were we seemed a little bit uh, sluggish, but after that, we just completely controlled the game. You know, Motherwell offered nothing. I think they had ten shots. The entire game, Kelly had double that, 20, oh, over double that, twenty-one, and it was a complete, you know, it was a complete performance. So I thought we were, were really good. Some people, obviously, who just maybe look at the results, 
Uh, Gordon DL obviously watched us play against Partick Thistle and has decided we're going down. And, um, right. you know. Uh, you did, you did, to be fair. Hold on, Simon, stop. And we've not been bad. We've not been as bad as that. If you look at the results, then fair enough, you might think, oh, Kilmarnock are in trouble, but the performances have not shown that at all. Yeah, stop there just a minute. I've not got you going down. I've got St Johnston going down. I've got you uh, second bottom. Um, you've scored. You're yeah, not straight down, Simon, no. just via the playoffs. Yeah, yeah playoffs. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sticking by that. I still think it'll be a long, hard season for Kilmarnock. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the way you play. You've scored three goals and conceded. Yeah, but you're 10. not listening. You're looking at the just the numbers. Who have they played? Yes, but it doesn't matter. You're of course, it does. Every, every game's a difficult game. The Premier League <laughs> as no difficult as Celtic well, and Rangers. I, I've just got to say, I think Kamara were digging a hole. brilliant last year coming up. I think this season they will find it dif- more difficult, and I think they'll they'll be eleventh. Uh, It'll be good when Air come up with Simon, won't it? Uh, I think the derbies are going to ah, we'll, cru- we'll crush you all day long. Um, I think that I think the thing is though, if Gordon, if you look at the if Muddle had the the run we had, and had played Rangers and Celtic, they would yeah. be on same points as Kilmarnock now. Probably, well, we look at it. You take two of those wins away, they'd be playing. They'd be on similar points as Kilmarnock. You know, you can't you can't just look at it and ignore the teams that we're playing. I think that's a. I thought we were excellent. Well, Simon, today. Simon, phone in next week when you go to Easter Road, right? That's all I'm saying. Well, you'll get a win there. Okay, Hibs, Hibs are get a win there if Hibs are anything no, to go by. No chance. Seriously? Yeah, I fancy Hibs. Oh, next behave, week, like, this is the <laughs> earliest bad prediction from you ever. Um, yeah, Roger, like you can understand, Derek McInnes delighted with that today. Yeah, and they needed something like that, and you know. Simon's right, they've played fine But playing well doesn't really get you up the league Points get you up the league And they were desperately in need of that first win I have to say I didn't fancy them to get it when Kevin Van Veen scored But I think it says a lot about them That they can recover from that setback Derek says a terrific goal for Motherwell They recover, they get the three points And given that they recovered to get a point late on against Dundee United and and he's right that you know they should have had better officiating in Dingwall last week. Maybe they do have the character that's going to keep them above Daz's prediction of eleventh. Thank you, Simon. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. But we've got time for another call. I think we might struggle at Dundee United Celtic tomorrow. Gordon, what are you expecting? Um, I'm expecting like most of the guys here a Celtic victory. Um, I don't think they'll go up there and steamroller Dundee United. I know that Dundee United have been poor for them. They're at home. I think their players will rise to the occasion of the champions coming to to visit their ground. But I just think we the way Celtic's going about their business. They've had an exciting week as well. They, they've got their group there. They've got the mighty Real Madrid as well to look forward to. Uh, Jota's bang on for him. Kyogo's scoring goal. Jackamakis is coming off the bench and scoring. O'Reilly, people are now talking, you know, looking at him from down south with uh, a view to trying to get him. You know, he's in that good a forum. McGregor, obviously, and at the back, they're solid. So, yeah, I think it'll be a difficult game, but I cannot see in by a Celtic victory. I don't know, you in the psychological side of it, do you subscribe to this notion that it's not a terrible game for Dundee United because there are no expectations and with that comes less pressure or actually is the last thing you need when you're down in the dumps swashbuckling Celtic to come to town? I take it to be the case that it's a free hit for Dundee United. I mean, Kilmarnock lost 5-0 to Celtic. Uh, so it can happen. However, it's a free hit for them. They've been getting criticised from all quarters for their failure to score goals. Tony Watson going to Dundee United scored one goal. Uh, so they clearly lack 
for proper defenders and lack uh, a, a proper goal scorer. Um, however, it is a free hit for them. Uh, Celtic, I think, will want to raise their game and want to have a good Sunday mm. after the draw that puts them in against the reigning champions of Europe in the Champions League at Celtic Park on the 6th of September. And if you think back, you the manager uncharacteristically wasn't too pleased with the performance last yeah. weekend against Hearts. I think he'll have spent the week telling the players that and players aren't daft. Mm. They will know they're fighting for their jerseys against A, Rangers and B, Real Madrid. Yeah, and I think Ange Postacoglu said we wouldn't see Haksabanovic no, in his he, debut this he week. Say that, yeah. uh, Next week, everything, at the earliest. After Dundee United tomorrow, everything on this programme will be about Celtic Park next Saturday. When you get fans on tonight talking about penalty decisions that went against them 55 years ago, uh, then you know how much it means to people. So Celtic have an obligation tomorrow to replace Rangers at the top of the table because that's where Rangers are tonight. So Champions League, yes, all very well and good, but the bragging rights are up for grabs. Yes, the chance for Celtic to go back top tomorrow when they head to Tannadice at lunchtime. Of course, Hearts were in action on Thursday, which means they play tomorrow as well at home to St. Johnson. Whatever happens on those games, you can just add it to all the drama and talking points from another big Saturday across the leagues. Package up and we'll talk about it all on Monday night from 6. There's always a lot to look back on, so make sure you do join us. Get your opinions at the ready, whether it's the good results, the bad results, the big refereeing calls... We will do the lot. In the meantime, the man with the real soundtrack for your weekend is here. Stay right there. And George is up next with the GBX.